Welcome back once again to another edition of the Beers with the Brewers podcast. Today's episode is a true Beers with the Brewers podcast in that we have two brewers on the podcast. I mean, you're still a brewer. Am I? I mean, once a brewer, always a brewer, right? Oh, there you go. We'll Look go with that. that. You didn't even know. I've homebrewed. You have? I have. Yeah. No. I mean, it wasn't super successful, but, you know, it did happen. Well, you know, all right. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, introduce everyone. My name is Walt Keys. I'm a co-founder and creative director here at Land Grant Brewing. Um, we are joined today by a uh, former home brewer, uh, Eric Hafner. That's right. Who is uh, current uh, taproom uh, manager. We are joined by current head of engineering. Something like that, yep. Something like that. Former brewer, but always a brewer, Chris Helderman. Hello. And then, of course, the, the head brewer of uh, this boat, <laughs> as we say. Yeah, that's a common thing. Um, as always, Dan Schaefer joins us today. Ahoy. Does every boat have a head brewer? That would be... I think they should. I think it's required, right? They can also perform marriages and things? Um, yeah. You know, I think that's how the, the whole cruise line industry was yeah. born. We should actually carve like a sort of boating situation out of this table that we use every week. It'd be it's kind of a nice. boat. I yeah. Mean, it's very I think it would float. The maritime furniture. Anyway, speaking of all that, today we are talking about a uh, very special beer. One that we brewed with our friends from Noctera Brewing um, up in Powell and soon to be down here at the uh, Scioto Audubon Metro Park area. It is Wandering Monarch. It is a co-pitched Belgian Pilsner. It is delicious. It is available now. And we brewed this um, sort of in also in collaboration and in support of our good friends from the Friends of Metro Parks uh, who are having their big Scioto Fest uh, uh, coming up pretty soon. Actually, I believe as this podcast releases... It is this weekend, the 15th and 16th, down in the Audubon Metro Park. Um, but yeah, this is a great beer. It's, uh, it's refreshing, it's crisp, it's delicious, and uh, it's got some fun things going on. So Dan, why don't you uh, tell us all about it? 5.2% uh, ABV, 15 IBUs. We're, uh, we called it a, a co-pitched Belgian Pilsner. So what the hell is that? Um, one, I think the idea was... Uh, with uh, our friends at uh, Rock Mill. Um, I, I don't know if they've finally completed their sale or not. But anyway, they're not going to be around. Um, and they, they had their delicious Belgian Pilsner. Uh, so to fill that void, I think uh, part of the idea was to brew this. But also, I think uh, uh, Vic was talking to um, uh, Whitney over at Origin Malts and he said that we were going to do this collab, and she said, you should make Stella Artois, only make it not suck. So um, <laughs> that was... Shots then, fired at yeah, Stella. I, I don't know if um, if it was her idea to co-pitch uh, yeast or if it was Vic's, but what we did was we had our, our house 3470 strains, the ubiquitous um, German Lager 1 from Omega, and um, we pitched that with uh omega's belgian uh belgian abbey a which is the ardennes strain which is like the least the least overtly belgiany belgian um uh yeast strain and we did that two to one uh with the 3470 to the belgian trying to get a little bit of belgian character just a, a whiff of it um but not have it be like an over-the-top banana bubblegum clovey thing um yeah 
But uh, in addition to that, we used uh, Celia hops, uh, which is a Slovenian um, hop. It's, it's kind of uh, their take on, a, on a, a noble hop. It's, it's got all the things. It's kind of uh, spicy, herbal, citrusy, yes, floral. Uh, Have you ever used that hop before? That was one I, I, would, I didn't recognize on the nope. ingredient sheet. Okay. Which, which is, of course, is like one of the, the really nice things about collaborations is to use a bunch of weird stuff you've never done before. Uh, we used, uh, as the, the majority of the grist was uh, origin pills. Uh, we used a little bit of Weirman Spelt for a little, um, just a little nutty complexity. Uh, Franco Bell's Special Aromatic is the malt maker. Uh, just makes everything taste maltier. Uh, crisp dextrin malt to get a, keep some bodiness. 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 <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Bodiness. That's not a word. Recording <laughs> on a Friday afternoon, everybody. Um, and uh, Dingaman's Kara 8, which is like a very low-level crystal. I don't think anybody drinks this beer and thinks of it as like a caramel bomb. This is It's more um, just to give a little bit of malt sweetness, and uh, it also is nice for keeping body and head retention in there. That's that is all the things. It's really just like light and bright. And yeah, and you get, you just like that just a touch of uh, Belgianiness, Belgian Belgianity, and uh, I'm pretty sure that's a word. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. right. and uh, yeah, it sounds like there's a lot of ingredients in here based off of that uh, description, but it doesn't taste like it. Like has it's not like bursting with a multitude of overwhelming flavors. Like it's a very simple, easy drinking, light great beer yeah, it is it is a crusher i plan on crushing some of these i had uh some of these while i was camping over labor day weekend and uh i had not seen the ingredient list on this and i was like man how do we get there's a lot of body in this like there's a lot compared to what you think and yeah and now i understand why uh but it is so that was a kind of a, a surprise it doesn't necessarily um it's a little uh, fuller than um, like your your lager pilsner sort of deal, so I think that really helps out. And just like they said, just a just a touch of that Belgian to give it a little more character. So I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I can't say that I've ever had a Belgian pilsner before, but we do have uh, it does it does go nicely with the uh, the board up there. We have a German pilsner as well, so we've got quite the choices. Dan, how would you if you were behind the bar and a customer approached you, how would you explain the differences between a German and a uh, a Belgian Pilsner. I probably wouldn't, but um, <laughs> ger- German is. He would call over one of you, you bartenders. Yeah, to, yeah. to deal with that. I mean, there is an actual uh, style of, of, of Belgian Pilsner. Uh, it wasn't something we just made up, but I think German Pilsners are tend to be drier, more crisp, uh, hoppier, snappier, uh, whereas. Um, there's elements of like like Chris had said almost um more malt forward almost pale ale like maltiness uh in a Belgian pills yeah of course the uh having actual Belgian yeast character in it that is the element that we brought to this um that's not normally a thing so certainly that sets us apart that power of suggestion too, as I'm reading the descriptions of the hops, like woody. I would have never thought of like the Belgian flavor as like woody, but now that I see the word and I'm drinking it, I can taste it. It's, it's interesting. I think the Stella Artois comment's really funny. 
because I once received a picture of Stella Artois in college when I ordered a, a Bud Light, and I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> I think, so, yeah, I, Stella Artois is owned by AB InBev now, right? I believe so. Yeah, that's I think correct. that's a. Uh, it was it was the beer I got when when visiting St. Louis, my in-laws, and we went to the Anheuser, but like the original Budweiser brewery, and then they had the tap room at the end. And I think I got a Stella. I think that's like the fancy beer. When I was first drinking yeah. beers, like if I wanted to impress somebody, I'd order the Stella over like the Bud Light, but I'd have to drink it with my pinky out. Yeah, out of the goblet. Yeah, yeah. the gold rim. Anyway, this is way better than Stella. Um, <laughs> not to not to put any smear on the the Artois name, but this is way better. And it's very crushable. Um, it's extremely crushable. Uh, yeah, I mean, should we... Uh, Just get right into the crushability? Should we Just jumping right in? Yeah, let's get some stats out. Bane and ship here, uh, all right. Let's really define how crushable it is. I'll go first. We just had a lights out moment happening in the brewery there. Yeah, Don't know what did. happened. I but just it was intentional. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Some yeah. power behind this moment. Everyone just jerked around like, <laughs> why did that light turn off? Uh, this is a six crusher for sure, especially on that uh, Metro Parks day that we're going to have here at the Audubon. That's gonna be, this is going to be an easy sixer. It's, it is very light, very crisp, very refreshing, very herbal, very floral, all the words. But uh, just, again, and a very approachable, accessible beer at the same time, too. So, yeah, this is an easy six. Easy six. All right, Chris. I'm going to say a five because I did it. Coward. Okay. Um, that, that full bodiness, it does it, uh, it does slow you down a little bit, but I think it makes it more for a more enjoyable beer um, overall. So, yeah, I'm going to go with five. Dan. I'm at a six. Yeah. Uh, Keeps the streak going. <laughs> I know. I'm that guy. Yeah. Me Sound like Lauren Benner. We were talking about doing open always today. I feel like that one might break the six streak. Sure, it's me and Mark Richards. Nothing <laughs> the sixes across the board. I think the really nice thing about this beer is uh, the more of it you drink, the more uh, there's quite a bit of um, mid palate complexity to it. But also, if you just want to crush it, you can just crush it. It's not yeah. a beer that you have to sit around and talk about like we're doing right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, you don't have to record a podcast while drinking this beer. But we're doing it. We should make a beer where you have to record a podcast. Oh, I don't know. We we should, maybe we, we should <laughs> call it, we, we should start a podcast. We start a podcast. We oh, did wait. Th- yeah, we, we did, did that. that already. I know. It's hard to. We're just recycling ideas track. now. I know. Uh, but no, this is, this. I would give this a six. I think it's, I think it's great. I think it's great for outside. It's great for fall. I feel like this would be a really good beer to pair with food. Um, like what kind of, what kind of like Ray Ray's food would you get with uh, this beer? <laughs> Uh, you know, just to rehash an old joke, but I would I would have That's a jerk chicken with this one for sure. Yeah. No, I think, I, but I think this would be great with like any sort of like you know barbecue grilled uh, cookout situation. You'd probably be pretty good with anything spicy. It was sushi, sushi, sushi in a beer. The uh, Belgian yeast and the smoke character they do enhance each other, yeah. which is kind of kind of cool. There you go. Come get Ray Ray's. Get a get a wandering monarch and uh, enjoy yourself. And wander over to Ray Ray's. Yeah. Um, cool. I th- I think we should talk about uh you know Sciota Fest, which is kind of the the sort of the reason for this beer existing. I love the Audubon Park um, too. It's my favorite park in Columbus. Yeah, it's it's a great park. Uh, we've we've worked with the the Metro Parks now for gosh at least 
six or seven years. I, I, I don't remember which year the first Sciotafest was, but we brewed a beer for that one called Outpost um, that was pretty tasty. We used honey from uh, the beehives that they have there at the, at the Audubon. Um, but yeah, this, this year's fest is this upcoming weekend, so the 15th and 16th um, of September. They got all kinds of crazy fun stuff going on. There's bands, there's, so there's live music, there's tons of vendors, tons of food, tons of beer. Um, there's a climbing competition. You can camp at the Audubon, which is pretty cool. Um, a pretty sort of uh, unique experience to be able to camp uh, in a park, basically downtown. A uh, ton of fun, and I know that's been extremely popular uh, each year that they've done it. Um, but yeah, it's sort of all-day activities. It starts at 9 a.m., um, on Saturday and 5 p.m. on Friday. I know I said that backwards, but um, it's just the way I saw it. But uh, yeah, come on down. We'll have a beer truck there. Uh, it's like full full night on Friday and full day on Saturday. Would um, your crushability number change if you had to climb a wall after uh, after finishing your your number? Like if uh, you had to do the six. I that would, you no, yes, to? I would definitely not recommend crushing uh, beers and then climbing that. I didn't say I was recommending it. Yeah. Well, I don't think we can even <laughs> suggest it. Oh, certainly, <laughs> certainly. No, always crush responsibly and crush safely. And I, um, yeah, sometimes do your get, a, climbing, get a partner. Do your climbing first and then celebrate your win in the climbing competition with a uh, Wandering Monarch or uh, one of the other great beers from Land Grant or uh, Noctera down there. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's free to attend. All the details are at the Metro Parks website. Um, I just typed in Sidefest 2023. It popped right up. Um, so head over to their website, check it all out, and we will see you down there um, once again in, at Audubon. So, yeah. It's going to be a fun day. Can't wait. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walt, tell us about this like this label that you came up with. Did you come up with this one alone, or is this something that we also partnered with Noctera on? No, I came up with this one alone. Well, not, not alone. I mean, they told me about the beer. <laughs> And I was inspired alone. by the beer um, and the event and all that. And um, it's basically just like uh, at least my kids are like obsessed with the, the monarch butterflies and the life cycle of the monarch. And they're they're uh, sort of ridiculous and like insane uh, migration that the monarch butterflies do. And it's this time of year where they're sort of passing through and. Uh, and also emerging from their cocoons or uh, chrysalises, chrysalis, yeah. Um, and so that's that's been an exciting thing for, for my family for the past few years. And Metro Parks is a big advocate for, you know, planting milkweed and sort of encouraging the, the monarch population to thrive. Um, so with partnering with them, with the time of year it was, and uh, I knew I could come up with like a fun visual um, with that and I uh, kind of my first idea just knowing we're doing some with the minor or with Metro Parks was I uh, just wanted like I pictured like this sort of mosaic mural kind of thing um, and I was you know I was originally going to do just like sort of native plants or and animals that you'd find in the Metro Parks but I kind of just went with this monarch idea and uh, there it is well it looks very very cool uh -huh. you did a job well done sir <laughs> thanks appreciate it um but yeah, so yeah, check out Metro Parks. Check out this beer. Anything check out some butterflies. Need, anything else we need to hit on this beer? It's delicious. Uh, so I have a uh, a neighbor who's a teacher, but she always um, they have uh, 
monarchs in their classroom and she saw the label and she just very geeked out about oh it. Oh yeah? Yeah. We have posters coming. I don't know where they are, but if you want to Did she bring it to school? Did she bring the beer in? I cannot <laughs> she had not purchased the beer as of yet, so I can neither confirm oh, nor deny. Okay. All right. I also I like the idea of Walt kind of um floating by himself in a sensory deprivation tank until these uh beer labels come to him. <laughs> right. kind of children banging on the outside, leave me alone. Um yeah. Dad, the monarchs. Oh, there it is. Um yeah. It's that's uh, not too far from how it happens, I guess, but I also say um uh I suck in uh not mentioning uh the Noctera team uh that they brought a small army down here. Yeah. Um to uh to help us brew this thing and um yeah they're all uh good dudes and dudettes and um yeah we went up there and uh when that when they tapped this uh they they beat us to it a little bit because we were doing anniversary party stuff and we wanted to have their um their sort of their own release event um so we got pushed back uh, an additional week but yeah we may have we may have a uh their the uh Noctera team being uh, very much outdoor advocates, we may have a uh, land grant outing lined up with them at some point. Cool. Yeah, no, that was a fun day. I mean, they brought a whole crew down. Uh, Metro Parks were here, and it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was quite an afternoon. As as a teaser to that, I will say that uh, uh, co-founder Brian used to be a uh, rafting guide. Oh, Okay. Is this like an open to the public thing? Like anybody can just come and join with the land grant and Noctera teams and go camping? That sounds like a pretty cool. We should I mean, sell tickets to that. If they want to like be there, yeah. they can like observe us from the bank, I guess. <laughs> um, they all right. Cheer us through the rapids. So, yeah, um, we'll, we'll, have, we'll have more details on where you can watch the land grant uh, team along with Noctera float down a river. Sounds and, uh, rad. Try and stay upright. Um, Cool. We'll see y'all at uh, at Sciota Fest this weekend. We have a lot of other things going on around here as well. Um, kind of getting towards the end. That's a good segue. You like that? That was good. Yeah, yeah. I'm. A, I've been doing this a long time, you know. Um, but yeah, we're kind of getting towards the end of the of summer, end of our sort of like uh, beer garden season uh, programming schedule. But we still have stuff happening. We still have live music on Thursdays. Still have the all our welcome DJ series on Fridays. Uh, Buckeyes play Western Kentucky this Saturday. That's at 4 o'clock. That's a big primetime game against Western Kentucky. You won't want to miss it. Um, you know, it's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, but in all seriousness, uh, Wave Runner Surf Club is running our game day experience here at the Taproom out in the Beer Garden. Um, they bring down DJs. They flip to, to music and party mode during the commercials, of which there are a lot this year because the clock changes. So there's a lot of time to dance and have fun. Um, in between football plays. Um, but, yeah, so uh, obviously we're open for that. We'll have that on outdoors, uh, weather permitting, um, and that goes for the whole season. So, uh, yeah, go Bucks! and hopefully we haven't seen them play Youngstown State at the time of recording. They looked pretty mediocre against Indiana, but hopefully uh, by the time this podcast comes out, we're not um, so worried about that anymore. And anyway, moving on. Sunday, we've got uh, the Singapore Grand Prix at 8 a.m. Um, and next Tuesday, our movie. is a movie I haven't seen. 
What? Yeah, I, I'm like, you know, I've, I'm sort of familiar with it, but I've never seen it. So oh, you're gonna have to be there on Tuesday. I'll let you come up with a hint. You know, what the movie. Is. I don't know. That there's a lot of like great quotes from this film in particular, but it's a famous Hitchcock film in which yeah. Jimmy uh, Stewart is confined to a single location. Yeah. yeah, probably the only Jimmy Stewart movie where he comes across as a little pervy. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I think that's all Jimmy Stewart <laughs> movies. <laughs> But so, yeah, no, I got you. So anyway, Tuesday, we got a movie. It's a Hitchcock movie. It's a classic. Uh, we have movies every Tuesday night. Movies follow trivia with our friend Travis. Uh, trivia starts about six, a movie to follow. Um, so be here for that. Uh, Food-wise, Ray Ray's here Thursday through Sunday. Mikey's Late Night here Thursday through Monday. Uh, Flavor 91 here on Wednesday. And Tortilla Street Food here on Tuesday. I said those out of order as well. Just keeping everyone on their toes today. But, uh, yeah, so uh, what do we want to talk about next week? I have Lawn Raker written down there, yeah, which we, we talked th- about last week. Yeah, so we can do it again. not going to be that. <laughs> Dan um, says we can't do open always yet, so we got to wait on that one. We could talk about the new version of Skull Session. Oh, yeah, That's it is new, isn't it? That is the thing we could do. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's talk about Skull it's Session. OSU season. Yeah. Yeah, leading that. into the Notre Dame game, right? Oh, yeah. I think that makes sense. There we go. Done. Look at that. Uh, programming schedule complete. Um, and I, yeah, I think that's it for today. I don't know if anyone else has something they want to add. Chris, you haven't been on here a while. You got anything you need to get off your chest or anything? You probably got a whole laundry list of stuff. It's been a long time. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's, uh, it's a lot of stuff. You know, been fixing stuff. The, the light fiasco earlier was I just installed motion sensors on our uh, lights going down the center aisle to keep our bartenders safe. Nice. Uh, on the weekends and to help our energy bill out a little bit. Yeah. Chris, you've been doing some work on the exterior of the building, making it look a little bit better. Yep. Peeling some old boards off that weren't doing anything but harm. Yeah. They I were re- hosting uh, nests. I relocated a baby squirrel. Its mother was not very happy with me. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm sure he's thriving at his new location. I checked on him an hour later and he was gone. So either something got him. Or it oh was gosh. his mom. <laughs> maybe we'll see him at the Soyota Audubon. Yeah, maybe maybe he, maybe he went over to the Audubon. Yeah, he's maybe getting the head start. Somewhere. Yeah, who knows? Also, well, it could have been a she. I'm just <laughs> just just saying. <laughs> it, it's, it, we do know it was a squirrel. Yeah, it was a squirrel. I did not check the sex <laughs> of the squirrel. Okay. <laughs> well, all right. Next time, be more thorough, Chris. <laughs> I probably won't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a good place to end this. Um, thanks again for listening. Uh, we hope to see you down here at, uh, well, we hope to see you this weekend at Sciota, or at, yeah, Sciota Fest and down here at the Tap Room at uh, 424 West Town Street in Franklinton. And please, if you're coming either here or to Sciota Fest, tip your bartenders and uh, have a great time. Cheers, everybody. Bye-bye. Out.